Welcome everybody, Filibuster Freestyle. It has been a minute with your buddy Gavin. We are here. We are doing our thing. We got to talk about the Boston Bruins. Wow. I actually went to Game 7 last night, got free tickets, courtesy of my main man, Bob Sullivan. And uh, obviously the Bruins lost in overtime. They blew a 3-1 lead in the series. They let up a goal with less than a minute remaining for Florida tie to get for Florida to tie the game in fourth overtime. And then the Bruins lost in overtime to the Florida Panthers. And we're gonna get into that. But first, the theme song. And before the theme song, do yourself a favor. If you need gear, we've been talking for a while now about Pop Sketch Designs. But as of today, Pop Sketch Designs is adding to their repertoire. They are releasing an Eminem Slim Shady inspired trucker hat. You can go to at Pop Sketch Designs on Instagram or their Etsy store at etsy.com slash shop slash Pop Sketch Designs. You can get your hands on all kinds of gear, including the Slim Shady trucker hat, which is fire, $26.99 and includes shipping with that cost free shipping, baby. You gotta like that. All right, here comes the theme song. Make sure you follow. Pop sketch designs, get yourself a shady hat, get yourself some other gear while you're there. Make sure you tell them Filibuster Freestyle sent you. On the other side, we talk not only about the Bruins collapse, but also a couple other collapsible things happening in the sports world, uh, at least in my neck of the woods. And uh, much ado about that after this. Filibuster, Filibuster Freestyle. Okay, theme song's in the books. The Bruins' season is in the books. The Boston Bruins say record for points in a season. They are the unfortunate extenders of the President's Trophy curse. The President's Trophy is given, for some reason, to the regular season team with the best record at the end of the year. And since the year 2000, let me pull this up here, the Bruins became the... They are the seventh team since the year 2000 to win the President's Trophy and lose in the first round of the playoffs. So it's been awarded the President's Trophy since the 85-86 season. So in the 37 times it's been handed out, only eight teams have won the President's Trophy and gone on to actually hoist the Stanley Cup, which frankly is all that matters. Until literally just reading this article right now from CBSSports.com, give them a shout out. Until reading this article right now, I just figured the President's Trophy had been around for like 50, 60, 80 years, whatever, since the 1920s maybe even. I would be wrong. So they started giving this thing out in the 80s. Why? And then the fact that it's a jinx, why? But the Bruins um, joined the 2000 St. Louis Blues, the 2006 Detroit Red Wings, the 2009 San Jose Sharks, the 2010 Washington Capitals, the 2012 Vancouver Canucks, and the 2019, excuse me, 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning. The good news is that the Lightning actually made good on uh, the year after losing in the first round, after winning the President's Trophy. They actually went and won not one but two straight Stanley Cups in 20 and 21 and actually made the final in 22. So if you're telling me that 
the Bruins can have that kind of luck next year and beyond. I think anybody would take that, but it's just not guaranteed. It's very rare. And in fact, the Panthers, who beat the Bruins last night at the TD Garden in excruciating fashion, they, I believe, won the President's Trophy last year. And I actually thought they were a first-round casualty last year. They were not. But I believe they were a second-round casualty last year. So again, this thing's a bad thing to win. You do not want to win the President's Trophy. And the Bruins did, and they got beat. And they got bit by that curse, and it's no bueno. And the worst part about it is they were up 3-1 to one and played really poorly at home in Game 5, played excruciatingly poorly in Game 6. And last night, kind of were sleepwalking through the first period, period and a half of the game, came on incredibly strong, and then the Panthers emptied the net, went 6-on-5, uh, in terms of skaters, and found a way to sneak one in with less than a minute to go. Um, a lot of people bummed out in my life. Um, the sports jerks, especially Andrew Patterson, huge Bruins fan, bummed out. Wife, chief marketing officer, Cindy Harrington, huge Bruin fan, bummed out. And um, I would say this, though. If this was, in fact, the last Bruins game, especially for Patrice Bergeron, the captain, um, hate for him to have to go out like that, but what a career. Not going to say a bad word about that guy at all. Always played hurt. Always led with dignity. Hoisted the cup. Played for the cup two other times. Uh, hell of a career if this is the end, but um, hopefully not. Hopefully he's got one more in the tank. We'll see. But the Bruins were incredible this year. And um, the reason that I've got more to share in this pod is because literally about two weeks ago, I was sitting with some Arsenal football club fans, some soccer fans, and we were talking about, at the time, Arsenal had a chance, and they still technically do, to win the first Premier League title in, like, since 2004-ish, I believe. And we felt like that was a very much of a tightrope to walk that one. The Celtics, obviously, have a puncher's chance to win the NBA championship. This is two weeks ago. They still do. And the Bruins, it was like, well, we got to get out of the first round and we got to avoid this jinx thing from the President's Cup. But the Bruins seem to be the team that just is here to smash, here to smash some people. And unfortunately, in the same week, the Bruins, we already went into, have their season come to a screeching halt. And Arsenal actually played Man City, who's been chasing them for the better part of a half a year now. Lost to them embarrassingly. Not embarrassingly. They lost to them emphatically, 4-1. to one. And then Man City has two games in hand, now one game in hand. But they won their first of those two games in hand. And they are now officially in first place in the Premier League. And Man City still has a game in hand. Which means not only does Arsenal basically have to win out, but they need Man City to slip up. And I think both of those are unlikely. So basically in the span of like five days I went from thinking man this could be the most special and I didn't actually think this was going to happen but wow I've got three paths to teams that I like hoisting an important trophy this spring the Celtics who played for a finals last year the Bruins who were the best regular season team in hockey and Arsenal who has led for the most of the season in the Premier League despite being the youngest team in the league and two out of those three things were dashed Within five days, and that is brutal. Let me tell you what's not brutal. 
I asked you earlier to go follow Pop Sketch Designs, buy some stuff at Pop Sketch Designs on, Designs on Instagram. Why can't I never get it right? At Pop Sketch Designs on Instagram. Follow them. Buy some stuff. Great gear. Marky Sal, Braden, getting it done over there. Anyway, Drilling Threes, America's favorite party band. At Drilling Threes, that's the word drilling and the word threes, T-H-R-E-E-S, spelled out, Drilling Threes. Drilling Threes has really ramped up the content on Money Monday and P-Funk Friday, and you're going to like it. So give them a follow. Plus, Drilling Threes will be releasing the date, time, and location of their next show. I'll give you a hint. It's in July, and it's at Gillette Stadium. Well, it's at Patriot Place. We're not playing the stadium. It's going to be uh, – but it's going to be at a venue at Patriot Place in July. And stay tuned. So subscribe to Drilling Threes on Instagram to figure that out. You'll be glad you did. Plus, you can link to Drilling Three's YouTube channel, which actually we get through Roscoe P, and uh, you'll like some of those full performances as well. So let's talk about the Celtics. Wow. I'm thinking of that dragon meme that goes around on Twitter where there's like the fierce dragon and then the clown-looking dragon, and there's three dragons all together. And basically, if you told me one of those three teams is going to still have a chance to win their proverbial league, Arsenal, the Bruins, or the Celtics. I would have had the Celtics as the first first guys out. One, because Arsenal had done the most work. Two, the Bruins earned it all season long, and both those are out. And the Celtics actually fell to a two seed, and I was worried about the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm worried about the 76ers. They start with tonight. I'm worried about... A lot of things. But with the Celtics, what I worry about the most is the Celtics. Like, if ever there was a team that is literally its own worst enemy, it's the Boston Celtics. It's the iteration last year that couldn't take care of the ball and and probably didn't have what it took to win the finals. But honestly, once they stole game one, if they had just taken care of the ball a little bit, they might have been able to win that thing. Um, But this year's Celtics, I think – Again, with Joe Maz being a rookie coach, with Marcus Smart being either hurt or having lost a step or a little bit of both this year, maybe from the wear and tear. Um, not that it's a full-time forever lost step, but he's just not the same player. You, you know, you, you're taking a couple steps backwards from key positions. And I find myself uttering this at least once a week. Nobody blows a big lead. Nobody blows a double-digit lead like the Boston Celtics. Yet here they are. Starting game one tonight against the 76ers. The Bucks are out. The Bucks lost in like Bruins fashion. They lost as a one seed to the eight seed, the Miami Heat, who are dangerous AF, but we'll worry about them later. We might not even have to worry about them. The Celtics might not even get past the Sixers, and the Heat might not get past the Knicks. But the point is, nobody blows a double-digit lead like the Boston Celtics. But if for some reason, the Boston Celtics decide to lock it up here. Over the next two months, I do think they might be the most talented team in the NBA top to bottom. And I do think that when their stars play well, they have arguably the most firepower. Um, The Denver Nuggets definitely have things to say about that. Um, All the teams that are remaining have a lot of things to say about that. And that's my point. I never thought the Celtics would even make it back to the finals this year, let alone get to the final step and win, which they came two games short of last year. I just don't see it. Um... And I hope I'm wrong, obviously, now, because Arsenal could still find a way to miraculously seize back the lead in the Premier League, but it's highly unlikely. And again, the Bruins are done. 
and the Red Sox are average at best, and the Patriots are going to be average at best, which means we are literally looking at probably having to wait a full calendar year to be excited about something again, unless the Celtics and or Arsenal can find a way to pull this off. Short and sweet today, filibusterfreestyle.com still is enduring. Uh, we're still there doing our thing. But, you know, subscribe to this pod wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, SoundCloud, Spotify, Good Pods. The list goes on. Thanks for listening as always. And, again, be sure to follow at Designs on Instagram and follow at Drilling Threes on Instagram. You will be glad you did in both instances.